cheers to episode 117. Cheers. 117. Cheers. Coffee with whole milk. Ooh. So ever since I said coffee during the podcast, I think you've had it like four times. So you just copy everything I do. Yes. I have water. I have water as well. <laughs> and Evan, clearly you copy everything I do too, because I was drinking water. Oh, I actually I just was like bought. almost I was two minutes away from texting you guys saying, dude, I can't do it tonight. I had the worst migraine at five o'clock. Ooh. Just pounding in my head. Did you do anything for it? I popped some ibuprofen, ate some dinner, and uh, relaxed. And Evan takes more ibuprofen than the average person, that's for sure. My organs are definitely going to give up on me at a very young age. That's not good. Ibuprofen does the average person take? (laughs) Or should Um, take? The sneaky all-natural way to help a headache is the cold washcloth. I don't know if you guys ever do that. Cold rag. Put it on your forehead and lay down. That much. It feels so good. get headaches all the time. I, I got a headache because the weather was changing. The recommended adult dose for ibuprofen is 200 to 400 per dose every four but to I six hours. I think you hours. should just be mentally tougher. You no don't just more get headache because the weather changed. Dude, <laughs> it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah no, that's what my mom thing. and sister say. Soft. The weather change in the Midwest has stopped the entire world in its tracks. It's, I've seen it Grant declared today. winter over and then <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah I, I did too. It's the first bullet point on my personal recap. I was going to take accountability that I, I, I messed you up jinxed again. it two years in a row. And I it's, keep telling you it's going to keep happening. There was snow on the ground here in Minnesota this weekend, which was Ooh. gross. This weekend? Yeah. Yesterday, I woke up and there was a little bit of snow. Not a lot, Ooh. not none to complain about, but just seeing it on the ground was not good. Yesterday nope. was still eighty degrees. Yesterday morning, is it cold there now? Oh yeah, it's, it's like okay. thirty. Spit okay. snow right now. Thirty-eight. Okay. We could have yeah. been golfing. It makes Everyone's sense if we think about for our if we think about the United States, right? Minnesota's weather should hypothetically get to Michigan like a day later. I got baseball tomorrow, Grant, so I hope it doesn't snow tomorrow. Right now, okay, we'll see if this tracks tomorrow. Right now, it's like in the 40s, sunny, but very windy, miserable. Feels like a fall football practice. Oh, I can handle that. Um, For your ibuprofen, no more than 1,200 milligrams per day. I've never done that much. Okay. Good boy. For 24 hours? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in, in one day. 24 hours, yes, I've definitely taken more than that. Oh, you have? One day, yes. In a 24-hour period, I've definitely taken more than 1,200 milligrams. For a headache? Or like for what was going on? migraines. Just a migraine Mm. just won't go away. It's tough. I'm glad I don't have migraines. I hope I don't ever get them. I don't know if you can get them in your later years or it's like a hereditary thing, but I don't want them. You... I wouldn't wish you would have them by now, I think, Grant. My worst person. Pending disaster. And Alex, and Alex talks tough, but he would be such a little wimp if he had a migraine. Oh, I had a migraine, would. actually, the one time um, See, we were all in East Lansing. It was alcohol-induced, but it was horrendous, and yes, it's it a, sucked. It's just a hangover. But I came out of uh, the darkness. Evan did not, so proves my mental toughness. <laughs> 
That was a hangover. That's not a migraine. No. No, Grant, you don't get it. <laughs> um, the date for record keeping, it's Monday, April 17th, 2023. It's April in the D. We never really talked about that because of how depressing. April. I had an idea you for. Usually, uh, you usually send us that video. I know, but it's so depressing. I actually had, I watched it this year. It's still electric. I had a content <laughs> idea that I was going to make a music video with that as the song, but just show how incompetent the three sports teams are that play in April. And I think it would go over pretty well with the fan bases. I like show their, show their records, show uh, like disgusting, Grant. Javi Bias forgetting the outs, show like Matone not sliding into second base. Just, just make. Just show how bad April is for the sports teams here. But I don't know if I want to because I made that um, Pierre Brooks video and he didn't even like it. And I tagged him in it. So I- I'm feeling pretty down <laughs> about it. tagged some Butler accounts. I know. I should have. But it felt weird. It was just really for Pierre to enjoy. I'm sure people welcomed. saw that and they were like, what the f***? Yeah. yeah our long listener what, Sam really was actually said. hilarious. He said, like, Butler. We're talking about Butler, and then I, you know, replied back saying Grant went to Butler. I was like, ah, I forget Grant roots for like seventeen teams. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's fair. Boom, chop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Um, and the Pistons officially have the longest active playoff win drought in the NBA. So we made history this past. This weekend. is super fun conversation. Yes. Um, on today's show, like I was saying before we hit record, not the busiest sports week, but thankfully we have our lives to talk about and the NFL draft, which is probably the biggest off-season event of any sport in the world. This week, it'll be our my guys and guys we're okay with passing on for the draft. Um, and then we'll bas- basically do quick hitting topics, not more than... I don't know, five to ten minutes on each thing. They're all smaller. MSU spring game, Red Wings season ended, Pistons coaching search updates, and a little check-in on the Detroit Tigers because they had quite the roller coaster of a week. And I did watch a good chunk of the innings. And that'll be it. Must have been pretty boring. No Masters this weekend. And I still neglecting going to the movies. So... (laughs) <laughs> that's where I'm at. Um, before we get into the topics, all our social media accounts are at Shot of MS. Please follow along there wherever you like. And then for questions for the show, you can either text or leave a voicemail at 984-444-9286. Okay. Would anyone like to go first with their weekly recap? I'll go. Evan. Apple Store. Recap. Uh, That was yesterday. Steve Jobs. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, that was no good. Evan bought Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, See, this past week, enjoyed the weather. Great week. Mm. Got out there with practice, some games. Winter's over, baby. <laughs> um, Saturday had more games. Had a doubleheader. Did you win games? Uh, let's see. Last when did we record last? The eleventh. So that was last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we won six and zero. Beat. Who did we beat? 
the mud hens. Boston Huron. Nice. Um, Evan, fun fact, before I forget, played golf with a guy from New Boston on Saturday, and he was saying uh, that there was a Tecumseh travel baseball team there. So. No, he, it was JV. Mm. Mm. Chop that so guy, sorry. Because I looked, I was checking my friend's locations and saw you were there. So I was like, oh my God, this guy must be talking about it. Who JV were you checking specifically? I was checking to see if Cody was on his way to the golf course. Ah. And then the curiosity got you. You said, where's, where's Evan? Well, no, the closest <laughs> person to me was Evan. So. Yeah. Continue. So won that game on Friday. Hell yeah. Saturday doubleheader against Woodhaven split, unfortunately. Mm. Um there's something just different when you're sitting and just baking in the sun all day. So nice. Mm. It was like Agreed. 85. It's like a great point, Evan. Very little wind. I I made a I'll get you off the rails for a second here, but I made a declaration today this weekend as we had such a dramatic shift in temperature that I will take 80s over 40s any day of the week. You guys and finally s- jumping on this trend that I've said forever. No, the heat is way better is than the, the best. cold. No, the fall is the best weather. Give me 100 over 40. I'd rather sit in the 100 no, than in the 40. Hundreds. Hundreds. I swear. <laughs> Alex never Eight. worked outside, Grant. Never forget it. He has never worked outside in the summer heat. I worked in a hot factory in the summer. Oh, nope, there was shade inside yes, the factory. I did. It was still Work hot outside. Eighty forty is clear. A hundred forty. I lived is in a Mexico, Evan. I could deal with the heat. Oh my god! Twenty years ago, I hate the cold. Okay. I would take the so, heat any day. So far, Evan, you're two and one. And I, I want to say this. I think you had to travel pretty far for this tournament because these are some random teams for a Tecumseh team to be playing. Zero. We uh, Saturday was our first home game. First okay. home game was Saturday. We traveled to Coldwater, Napoleon, and New Boston Huron. First three games, all away. Isn't New Boston Huron decently far from our town? Fifty yep. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's far. New Boston's fifty Alex. minutes. I worked Over in New Boston, hour. Evan. I drove from Tecumseh every day. Oh my god! Now we have a Google Maps debate. <laughs> to New Boston Huron High School. Alex, I just made the drive on Friday. <laughs> Where's I know, Boston? but I drove to New Boston every day. But maybe I was right on the edge of New Boston. This is Just a stupid question, but do you think like that town was founded when it was like people came from Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> and like landed in Michigan? It was just like New Boston. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I'm gonna have to dive into that one at some point. Okay. Um, Grant question. What is the best sunflower seed flavor? That's a great question. Well, the best brand is Biggs by far. Um, Big Sunflower Seeds makes is, assume unless there's a new competitor, but that was the best. No, I like the Frank's more. Buffalo. I like Frank's Red Hot Buffalo. Oh, I just got a bag of those yesterday when I was at Dick's. But the actual correct answer is sweet and spicy. <laughs> best Sunflower Seeds flavor. Wow. Is that like sweet a little teriyaki type of deal? No, it's Oh, there's no teriyaki, I would say, in it. It's more Is it like Biggs? A, no, it's the... Uh, what's the other name brand? I can't even think of it. Do- like uh, Dave? Was yes. it Dave? Dave. 
That's what a random sunflower one. seed brand, Dave. Um, and then that was basically all my Saturday, and then Sunday got to do uh, travel baseball stuff in the morning, drive to Brighton, and then uh, splurged a little bit in Ann Arbor. You know, getting ready for the season. Uh, what'd you get? What'd you splurge um, on? I upgraded my phone and then uh, got an iPad. What number iPhone are we up to these days? Uh, 14. <laughs> Holy wow. cow. I am behind. Oh, I have. Mine is so out. Mine was so outdated. They're like, yeah, we can barely give you any money for this. And Were you below I had, 10? I had, the, I had the 10. I had the XR. I think that's what I have, Evan. What do you have, Evan? 14? I have the 14 now. I have the 13 Pro. I have the 14 Pro, I think. Hell I yeah. I got the one with the metal. Year. I got the one with like the metal back, not the glass, fiberglass, fake plastic back. Mine's like plastic looking back. I mean, I got the XS, so how much money can I expect to get when I turn this puppy in? Well, if, <laughs> if yours isn't shattered, okay. that's why I gave me $86. So you could be looking at 100 over 100 not bad. What's it like having three cameras on the back? I don't use my camera that much, and they were trying to tell me this, and then eventually he was like going through all the details, and I just was upfront and honest. I was like, I honestly don't use my camera that often. And he's like, all right, <laughs> and just moved on from the conversation. <laughs> said, what's the <laughs> don't cut that. that would be a funny prank video like you just go into a store at best buy and you just hey, ask the guy sir, <laughs> just uh, weird questions about how you're gonna use your phone <laughs> oh boy okay fantastic. and then um getting ready for the opening day is tomorrow for travel baseball what day opening tomorrow. day you've already First played game three games year. First game of the JV. I, I dual. I'm dual coaching instead of dual. Dual mm-hmm. coaching. This would be like if Jim Leland was the manager of the Tigers and USA Baseball at the same time. Correct. This Correct. is historic. You are the Shohei Otani of coaching. <laughs> Multiple teams I got to deal with. So tomorrow's opening day for uh, USA Baseball. Put it in those terms, Grant. Okay. Yeah. JV baseball. No. no. USA Alex. baseball, which is essentially the travel. Travel. Oh, I am mighty confused. Because <laughs> I thought travel. your travel team played on the weekends. Well, we joined a league. And I thought your high school team know. played during the week. We, mm. There's some weekends, Alex. You are so lost. When the high school baseball season starts, you often play like a weekend game to get it kicked off. Hmm. Usually somewhere, usually cold water where Evan went. It's freezing every year and it stinks. It and in our case, water, which direction you want to go? We had to play that one team that was in the state finals, like back to back years, and we beat them one year. It was pretty sick. But there, Bay City Western kid went to Michigan that pitched against us in like thirty-two degree weather. It sucked. Wow, yeah. pretty cool character. Story, and then dude. you go play. Then you go play Onsta and you win fifteen to nothing and say. It was like a no-hitter in like three innings. And you're like, wow, this is a different competition level. <laughs> this is pretty easy. Yep. It's crazy. All right. Is that everything for you, Evan? Yeah, that is it. Nothing too exciting. I'm looking for I like tomorrow. no, I like that recap. Don't don't downplay that recap. That was a good recap. Alex? Why'd you ask me like that? Because I Alex, you have bad news you to do share. This past week? 
<laughs> I have bad news to share. Oh, you I do. do. Yeah, you do. Mm. <clears throat> um, so we had our championship basketball game on Wednesday. Mm. <sighs> we did not pull it out. We lost by a point or two points, I think. 41-39. Yeah, two points. 41-39. Tail of the tape. Uh, we went down early. Offense just couldn't get anything going. So you know how they've been playing his own all year. Oh yeah, came off yep. man. They played man whole game. Oh my yep. god, this yep, team. yep, yep. Um, they they played his own the first three possessions, and then they played man the rest of the game. Um, so we went down early. It was like twenty two fourteen. Question, Alex. Yeah. Did that feel better or make yourself feel good or worse about yourself? What? Like they came out in zone. And they're like, all right, guys, these guys are scrubs. We can just match up with them. Do you ever think about that? Or maybe it was a compliment. These guys are such good shooters. We got to play man. But with your hot start, like you just said, I'm sure you didn't make your first two threes. I don't know. I don't remember, to be honest. It was 22 so- 14. They went to a man. They went to a man way before that. It was 22 to 14. We're struggling to score. We have one guy who had pretty much all our points at that point. Wow, good for him. Name? Um, his name's Bryce. LeBron. He's good. He's good. <laughs> He's our best player. He's our best player. He goes by KD. <laughs> He's a Tottenham fan as well. Fun fact. Bummer for him. Anyways, um, caught close-ish by half. I think we were down like six. Okay. And then the second half, we started to you know finally make our push. And right. Yeah. We kind of were like hovering around like down eight for most to like eight minutes left and then we finally went on a run we had some hit shots three, steal transition three i hit a three fun fact Offensive rebound back put on the, back back on the down board two. nice um and then so we got to within five they miss they started getting tired or they couldn't make their free throws either they missed a bunch wow they started bricking the front end of one and ones we come down, hit a three. We're down two. Oh my god! They go down, foul. One of two from the line. We're down three. There's like, and they've been bricking. They've been bricking. Yeah, there's like two minutes left, ish. One we and miss. one or double bonus. Still one and one. Okay. So he made the first miss. Second, we get the ball. So down three. Yeah. Okay. Don't score. No. What was the shot? What was the look? I think we had a decent look from three. So you went for the three. Did you? Could you have gone to the rim? Should you have gone to the rim? Our thought process was to just get whatever you can get, and it was an open look. So okay. Did you run the Villanova play? No, we're getting there. Okay. And so now it's just like minute and a half down. left. Okay. Um, bad foul call. Very upset. Mm. We're all upset about it. On us. Mm. We weren't fouling intentionally because there's still like a minute and a half. Was there a Figure- reach? What kind of call? It was a reach. One and one. They go to the line. Miss. Rebound. I'm thinking maybe timeout here. I don't know. We get two of them. Yeah. Immediately. Minute and a half. Bryce Bryce has the ball. He's dribbling up. Hands it off. Gets it back. Gets a screen. Comes off. One dribble. Pulls the deep three. Buries it. Oh, my God. Tie game. Tie game. How deep? Like Trey Bird? Did it look like Trey Bird? No, not not that deep. Okay. A, a foot or two out of three. These high school three-point lines are college? High school. Okay. So probably college level three. Yes. 
right. pulls it, hits it. Bang. Everyone's freaking out. It's a great championship game. Did you guys so like have composure or did you freak out? We were pretty calm, I'd say. They call a timeout? They call a timeout. They dribble up, timeout. They come out of the timeout. They get it in. Couple dribbles up top. And it is basically what Kansas State to the Michigan State. They go back door, wide open. Reverse Elliott Don't. No, just a layup. <laughs> <laughs> but same concept. They run a back door out of the timeout, get a layup. The point guard was arguing with the coach. Um, unfortunately, we are you, Grant, already know who it was. I think Evan, you do too. I think you guys were in that text. Yeah, no need to say his name. He admitted to it. <laughs> Agreed. I wasn't going to. Listener, but yeah, listener, but <laughs> so right, like, we get beat back door. So it's down two. Come down. We did. T- I think we called the timeout. Uh, we get a wide open look in the corner for three. Does not go. Who shot that? Uh, just just a guy. Okay, just a guy. It was wide open. They go down. Um, we foul them intentionally, right? Intentionally this time. Kid, the kid who gets fouled shoots after the whistle. Technical foul. The ref oh called God. a technical foul <laughs> on him. Well, yes. So I think so. I think we're down. Delay game. <laughs> I think we were down two at this point. So then we go. So they get a one and one for the foul first. Miss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they miss the one and one. So yep. then we get two shots and the ball. You're only down two, right? Yes. I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly the details, but we were losing. We're shooting a, so two technical free, free throws and get the ball. free throws got missed. No, no, no. This is not the final score yet. Okay. I might have the back door in the wrong spot. Okay. I'm figuring it out as I go. When we make one of two from the technical line. Then we get the ball. Then we actually have a look to hypothetically win the game. It gets kicked out. Wide open. Shoot. Miss. Doesn't go. Are you saying you had a look at the rim that could have won, but it got kicked out instead? No, it was a jump shot. Okay. Drive, collapse, dish, shot. No good. They get the ball back. So I th- I think we're down one or two. Okay. Two, probably. We foul. Well, actually, I'm missing a crucial detail. So they okay. get the rebound. They're dribbling up the court. I'm one of our guys plows. I'm sorry. It's it was it was, it was a lot going on. This, this is game. like that's that little meme and always sunny where uh, oh, yeah. Charlie's at the board and he's this like, is like a week ago. I'm trying to remember what happened. So the dude who gets the ball for their team is dribbling up the court. One of our guys like tackles him to the ground. Okay, well that's just to not like allowed. get a intentional foul. Hey, no call. Dirty. No call. <laughs> dude passes it. They are now dribble it down all the way to two point nine seconds, and then they call the foul. Okay. Still in a one and one. They miss again. Rebound, oh timeout. So, <laughs> throws. so now we're inbounding. Three seconds left. Try to get it to half court and then do a little dribble handoff. Guy throws it in on our team. It Ben streak deep. So I'm running behind Ben. I guess Are you Ben inbounding had a step. from the baseline. Yeah. 
Because you had no timeouts left at that point? Correct. Okay. So Ben takes off four verts. I I'm like running it. behind Ben because I was going to set a screen for somebody else and I can okay. see Ben running. And I look out, the ball's like coming over my head and it hits the top, the roof or whatever. Like it hits the like. The ceiling is the roof. You know, the dividers in gyms like they put down. Yep. The it ceilings. Hits that. hits that. So it's automatic. Oh my Dead ball. So we still three seconds left. So it was a jump ball. So it's your ball. Their ball. So oh. now they get the ball. Oh my God, dude. This is crazy. They go to inbound the ball. No one deserves Foul before game. the inbound. So now they're back to they're in their final one and one. No, they have to be in the double bonus. No, <laughs> they, they aren't. We're still down two. It's a one and one. Kid misses the front end. <laughs> Listener Ben, redemption arc, gets the yep. rebound. One step, full court heave, tipped over. All that for nothing. You say Just what? T- tipped? He throws it up. It's online, but it's like tipped a little, so it comes up short. Like, what do you mean by tipped? Raises a fingertip. He throws it full court because there's two seconds left. And a kid tried to block it. Yes, and it hit his (laughs) finger. (laughs) Trying to block a full court football pass is so dumb. What if you fouled Ben? I was hoping he did, but he did not. Comes up short. Wait, you're trying to say though that the tip. It would have gone in if it didn't tip. It a was online. I don't think it would have went, but it was short you know directly how crazy at the. See that sounds. I was looking. I had the angle. I was standing right next to Ben, and I was like, "Oh, that that's got a chance." It's just it's short because it hit the kid's finger. So we lose. I just I don't know if it's recency bias, but the fact that kid tried to block a full court football heave is. I was the a little stunned thing. that the kid put his hand up or anything. Like nothing can go right in that situation, but it was like the like the final minute and a half of the game took like twenty five minutes. It was ridiculous. It took you. It took you. I tell. I can imagine living it out. <laughs> there was also a ref review in <laughs> ten minutes Reviewing over what they an inadvertent replay? inadvertent whistle, and they didn't know who to give the ball because of the whistle. One ref wanted a foul. One ref didn't want a foul. So they sat and talked about it for 10 minutes. Should have just been possession arrow to the other team. And they're like, all right, we don't know the rules here. So we're going to have to check with the, the league officials. Do this is and the biggest ch- question. Is what ridiculous. do you get for winning this league? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Shook hands and left. And that was Are it. You, like you don't get money? I don't think so. I didn't see didn't the you- team get anything. What was your entry fee? I don't know. It was like $50, $50 maybe. So we had refs. for like, refs? We had refs like painstakingly going over a review call for a league. We had where MHSAA nothing, refs with their patches like, on. No money. Going over nothing, the stuff. Just for fun. I don't think so. I don't know. We didn't win. And I wasn't going to go ask the winning team, hey, would you guys win? Yeah. I feel like there should be something when you sign up, like winning team gets this. If you that was for no money, that's an even crazier element to the story. <laughs> I mean, I, I can confirm when you guys are talking here. I can look at the thing, but I don't okay. know. You right. certainly don't get a t-shirt. All right. Cool. Totally Any other highlights from your week, Alex? Uh, yeah. I went golfing Saturday for the first time this year. Nice. Played at Eagle Crest. Cool. Played as about expected for uh, first round of the year. 85. Yeah, right on the number. Wow. I should go play a lottery. Cody semi over under at like 85 and a half. So it's pretty solid. 
Any birdies? No. Just pars and bogues. Six footer missed on 18 for birdie. It was one I'd like to have back. That's how the game of golf keeps you coming back. And made a fatal <laughs> mistake. I bought Pro V1s, got to the course, opened the Watch box, yellow, bought yellow ones on accident. I'll take them off your hands. Are you saying like it was on accident because your color white is on the just box? A, sleeve? a whole box. I bought yellow ones on accident. It doesn't like because the box is closed. It's not like you can see through the plastic. But usually they showcase the color of the ball on the outside of the box. I mean, I, I'll look at the box, but I I didn't notice it in the moment. Didn't. I just grabbed it. It was at the counter. I grabbed it, put it up there, and I just assumed. I will I'll apologize to you if the box doesn't show the color. Either of the way, ball. no big deal. <laughs> just going to have to use yellow balls for a while. Okay. And then Sunday, I went to East Lansing for week to late Easter. And Easter? your birthday. No. No, no one mentioned celebration birthday. for your birthday. No, I'm not. I don't have a birthday celebration. That kind of feels bad then if everyone got together three days before your birthday and said it's about Easter. That's a week late. <laughs> yeah. No, you said you had birthday cake. My grandma got me a birthday cake. Okay. Yes. Thank you, grandma. Birthday. That's yeah, a birthday grandma. celebration. But she said it was also for Jim's birthday. Mm, shout out That's Jim. Fine. And his birthday That's is his. not for 12 days. Well, you're April babies. What? <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Long My week. recap starts with golf as well because we already got the weather part out of the way. I was going to apologize for that. Um, I bought new golf shoes. I got a new pair of golf slash work pants, type of pants that I wear to work every day that you can also golf in. Um, but I have no clubs. So that's where I'm at right now. I have all the things from the golf itch that I've been getting. I almost bought balls. I was like, Grant, just pump the brakes, buddy. Like, you don't have any clubs, so we need to slow down. But I'm excited to use these things at some point. My the second shoes. thing. Yeah, the shoes and the pants. Although by the time my golf is probably going to be not pant weather anymore. Um, my second thing. Speaking of golf balls, it looks like a golf ball with cream inside of it. A Cinnabon Delight. I just wanted to get that message out to the people that Cinnabon Delights, I haven't had it in a long, long time. And they're fantastic. And I think next time you go to Taco Bell, that you should get the Cinnabon Delights. Maybe not the six-pack, because it's a little too expensive for how small they are. Maybe this is a two-pack. Also, catching my attention is I believe Evan has frozen on my screen. No, he's just very still. No, he has to be frozen. His, he's his looking hand. at his phone and it's something interesting. Yeah, no, his hand could not have been on his chin that long. <laughs> uh, I have a question for Evan, but I'm going to wait till he's back on screen. Uh, my next thing that I had, the next three are kind of sport related, but not into a specific category of our show topics. Um, if you guys recall, when we were talking about the NCAA tournament, I joked about how we should eliminate the charge call from basketball for one year. And lo and behold, that's what people are talking about in the NBA this week is getting rid of the charge calls because Giannis went down like a bag of bricks because Kevin Love slid underneath him for a charge. So it's kind of crazy how what started as a joke on this show, people are actually giving serious thought 
is the charge call in basketball. Yeah. I feel vindicated. Good call, man. I'm not sure it should go away for a year. I think maybe the real solution is just keep extending the restricted area out. Mark Cuban. Is that what he said as well? Yeah, he said send it off foot foot further. Like charge calls were never invented to for people to slide in f- like last second in front of someone as they're jumping. That's not really what a charge should be about. Um, charges are about being somewhere standing still and getting ran over, usually when someone's on the ground, or a push off. A charge is not really designed for when Yas is like leaping off one foot and you step it at the last second and he like knees you in the chest. Like that's not really, I don't think, what a charge is supposed to be. Could ban it. I could see him banning it. I don't NBA think they'd dead. go that far. But. College will never, because college is just, I mean, college still has like 20 well, I'm seeing, I can see them banning it. Like if you attempt to slide in at any point where somebody's like leaping off the ground. Calling that a flagrant? Block. Or a flagrant. Yeah, they because like they have the hook and hold as a flag. Unless, like, unless you both just jump up, I mean it's a problem. So, like you have to jump as well if you're trying to make a charge call. Yeah, the the problem what's happened with defenders is they've gotten so picky about maintaining verticality that defenders don't even risk it and they just stand there like this. Whereas if you started like giving people more leeway and not calling as many fouls when they jump straight up with someone people wouldn't have to take as many charges or try to take as many charges at the last minute. But if anyone wants to get us out of board, we can help fix basketball. I feel confident about that. We could fix all sports, really, if they wanted us to. I think so. We could help baseball, but I think Theo Epstein's doing the best job. I don't know if we could do better than Theo Epstein. because a good a point, but we could be his yeah. right-hand men. Yeah. When he comes to the Tigers. Well, no, we got Scott Harris now. We don't need Theo. Uh, we um, don't have a team in Detroit. Evan, question for you now that I can see you again. Answer. Um, this is a debate Alex, Alex and I had uh, over text. <laughs> I put a poll out about it. It's a simple question. In your brain, would you say that Michigan football winning You're a national in. championship in 2023 is unrealistic? Unrealistic? Is it unrealistic? Is it realistic? <laughs> well, no, you ask it two, two ways. I, would say I guess, it's yeah. More realistic than unrealistic. Okay. So if it was a sliding scale, you're a little bit more on the realistic scale. Or could happen. Like they won the national championship, Evan. Would you be like more surprised or less surprised? And what? Well, that's a different question. Would it be Alex. surprising if they won the national championship? Like to the point where you'd be like very, very stunned. Not really. They went to the college football playoff the last two years of returning their starting quarterback. and But yet, their Evan, coach. they didn't even sniff winning at all. They didn't even sniff it. They weren't even sniffing it. Oh, we were sniffing the final game. No, you weren't even sniffing. That's, that is hindsight 2020. We were sniffing the championship game. The Not the first year. Not the first year. Yeah, getting there, Evan, doesn't thing. mean you have a realistic chance of winning. TC, you didn't have a realistic chance of winning. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it was 60-40 on 100 I'm, votes, so it was I'm pretty bias, close. I'm a biased fan, but I still think Michigan's better than TCU, and it was just a random game no one that went off the that. rails. I My point was when Alex said it, I just – I wasn't even unrealistic to troll. I just, is yeah because i said it got started 
I don't know how, but basically I was like, Man City can win the Champions League in Michigan football. Grant's also taking it out of context. Not like I just said straight up, Michigan winning is unrealistic. That's not what happened. Uh, no, Evan. He this said, is the thing. quote, no, I'll no. read it. I will okay. read it. And everyone who knows Alex will know this is what he was doing. Butler can't hold commits and Hunter Dickinson is coming back. The sky is falling. And then... He said, Man City is winning the Champions League and Michigan football is winning a natty. Life is good. And all I said was, one of those is realistic. I didn't even say anything else. But, you, I mean, that's just like, we know read the lines. Saying. Yeah, you're saying Michigan football Compared is not Compared to the two, Man City winning the Champions League and Michigan winning a national championship, yes, one is much more realistic than the other. Man City's well, already I mean, in terms there. of... In terms of history, they both never happened in their current formats. So Yeah, both unlikely. That's why with your surprise statement, I would say, yeah, I would be surprised if Michigan won it all because I've never seen it done, but I don't think it's unrealistic. I think it's unrealistic. Listen, if they won, it's not like I would be totally stunned. I'm just... Like, there's going to be preseason top five and all the big boys are relo- like having to reload a lot of pieces that they've lost. I guess everyone's term of unrealistic was just different. I didn't mean it was impossible, which is probably how it comes off. Because I didn't say the word unrealistic. I said one is realistic. Yeah, unrealistic is like I should go into this season just being like winning the Big Ten Championship is our only goal. No, I wouldn't go that. The other stuff's not realistic. Like my expectation is for them. I would still as a fan think that that you guys could win. Wouldn't expect it though. How about that? That's fine. Would say I would not expect Michigan to win a national championship this year. That's fine. But they could. But then I'm curious, like, where I don't want to get into college. I'm like, no, what, no, are get into it. what are the teams that you're like, I expect them to win next year? It's pretty hard to predict. Or that. have a good chance of winning next year. Is how well, I Michigan has a good chance to win next year. Then that's where I will push back. Well, I would just put them slightly below the Alabamas and Georgias. So I would expect okay. them to win over you. I thought you were about to say another only two teams. Okay, I can live with that. You're about to say a big. I was not going to put Ohio State in ahead of you. I was was going to keep you guys in the same tier. Now both those teams are replacing quarterbacks. That's why I think if any year is the year, this is year. But this is a Big Ten. This is a college football preview show. But like that's where my mindset is right now. Listen, the voting was not that different. It was sixty forty. So. Yeah, but we got a lot of biased fans on our Twitter both ways. Both a ways. lot of Michigan biased fans. In fact, people think we're a Michigan fan account most of the time. No, they definitely don't. Yes, they definitely do. Not after March Madness. I was pumping the Spartans. You had to. Um, My last thing was just to reinforce the sad vibes around the city. This tweet from Devoted to Detroit. Great follow. A lot of stats from this fella. The last time every Detroit team won a playoff game, the Red Wings 2016, the Tigers 2013, the Pistons 2008, the Lions 1991. Crazy. Shout out Red Wings. Crazy. Shout out no one, Evan. Shout out Red Wings. I will say it makes Seven me feel years, a little better. Evan, shout out nobody. A little better that I believe through listening to some of the Bill Simmons show, him and his dad were talking about how Boston sports was atrocious through point of his life, and then they all turned it around. So that gives me hope. They had Tom Brady. But before that, before those, like the 90s, they were all bad, is I believe what he was saying. But then they got all, Tom Brady. Yep, and we get 
Jared Goff and Wemby. <laughs> to the greatest of all time is just going to show up at our door for all four sports? Well, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. Okay. Well, let's just win one playoff game with one team and we'll go for it. Which will happen this year with the team we're about to talk about. The Detroit Lions are poised to be America's team this year. The NFL draft is creeping up before we know it. At this time next week when we record, we will be doing a combined mock draft. And that's about as real as it gets. That's when you know the draft is here. Um, Grant, I have a YouTube headline for you that you can put as clickbait if you want. Okay. <laughs> the Lions have 13 primetime games next year. I heard it on the radio. Wait, that's even more than what Evan texted us. Yeah, I'm making it up. Oh. oh. You want to go higher? No, I just I think if Evans, you want a good think... clickbait title, you could do that and then see if people clicked it. <laughs> it's just for a lie. Well, that's what everyone does on the internet these days. Whoa. <laughs> Don't mention them. Um, well, Evan's texted. Well, Evan, did you say you heard six was your rumor? Five. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. Because if you count five Thanksgiving. Seems if you count they, Thanksgiving. I don't think they, they do count. I think that's just a standalone. Five is oh, a lot, that's though. A that's like time. Dallas Cowboys yeah. level. I think if it's five, it's with Thanksgiving. I think you get a Thursday night game. You get a Sunday night game. Ew. And you get a Monday night game. And, and two more. A, and a Thanksgiving. And then maybe a Saturday game late in the year. Those all count as prime time if you're a standalone game. Thanksgiving noon counts as prime time. Yeah, yeah, and it's only game. The league, the league views the definition of prime time. Really, the one standalone game. Prime time definition is like after. I I think like technically that's how it should be. It should be a night game, standalone game. But I think it's just the standalone game. Like Thursday night does not feel like prime time to me, but like technically it is. I think Thursday night feels prime time ish, especially Thursday when the Jags and Titans come out. Not last year. Dude. Colts, not Texans. Last year. Those not Broncos. Last year. Did you watch some... Broncos, Colts? That was oh, not yeah, prime I had time to. Football. I had fantasy implications. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With the draft, what we're doing right now is we're going to talk about some guys that you might hear their name called next week. Some guys that we are high on, and for what reasons they can be high in the draft, they can be low on big boards, they can be wherever. Guys you've fallen in love with. Um, mm. And then guys that you might be okay with passing on. That's how I'm going to ni- nicely put it. You may really dislike them stronger than this, but we're just going to be nice and say we're cool with passing on these people. I say we just fire off names in either category until we run out. I go first. Alex, okay. I, I, I appreciate the aggressiveness. Guy I'm okay, okay with passing on. Not controversial. Jalen Carter, I'd pass on him at this point. No, I love how you said not controversial because I think that is controversial. That's sarcasm, Grant. That's a very oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I've said it for like a month now. Just too many character issues. Dude got chubby. Too many things I wouldn't want to deal with, <laughs> especially when you finally turn in the culture around here. Why bring in a bad apple? What is the word Dan calls? <laughs> turds. Yeah, we don't need any turds. So I would I'm cool with passing on him. And I know people will not like that. I'm not nope. going to argue. I mean, I don't. I would Evan, argue. You, you want him to jail and car no matter what if he's there? Yeah. Fair. Because you're in a win-now mode and all. I just need a four-year rental. I don't even have to get to the second contract with him because at that point, all the other contracts on our roster can be up at that point. Four years. 
Four years. So you think they can win a Super Bowl in four years? Every team basically has a four-year window where they can win a Super Bowl. Your window starts when you have have a rookie QB. Talent at quarterback, or they have an NFL Hall of Fame coach. Which we have that. Dan Campbell. Tampa Bay had a two-year window. They got it done. Rams had a three-year window. Gone. Winners. All you got to do is one for three. It's a good point. The. I'm not sure Jalen Carter gets us there, though. Maybe. He helps dramatically on the defense. I think he has too many issues that he might not even – he might not see the field as much as we want him to. What issues are you referring We'll find to? out. He's got a lot of off-the-field problems, Evan. Tell me the a lot of off-the-field issues besides that he donated his entire NIL to Alabama. Oh, players yes, so Evan. The good lunch. stuff. The good stuff. Work ethic. There's been a lot of rumors about that. Poor. Um, he likes to NASCAR race in the streets. Correct. That's the body a, cam footage was not great. I did watch that because I was curious. Just lied multiple times to the dude's face, which I, I've lied to people in authority before as a kid. So I do you understand. Lied to the police. No, I've never lied to the police. I guess inadvertently I did. I tried to tell him that the tint on my car was good, and he said, no, it's not good. I mean, certainly you can bring in bad <laughs> apples and they can work out. And you can, and they'll just play football. I mean, there's plenty of them in the league. I just, why, why ruin a good thing if there's there's still going to be a lot of good players available at six anyways. The way I'm trying to word it is one I can't argue, like I can't be passionately argue against Evan because he's an amazing football player, and we the bottom line is we don't know enough as fans. The Lions know way more than we do what i would just tell our fan base is if jalen carter is sitting there at six or whenever we pick i would say but i'm going to say for this we do not trade up we're sitting at six jalen carter is there and we pass on him i would just tell everyone to that it means if you trust this regime then you're okay with it because they know a lot more they dan campbell had that revealing quote that he dropped where a reporter asked him Dan, like Dan brought up, he's like, we talked to a teammate of Jalen Carter's and we learned some things that were interesting. And someone said, good or bad? And he just goes, interesting. interesting. And they're hosting him on a uh, top 30 visit this week. So he's in their building, walking around. They know things about him through his teammates. They know way more than we know. If they pass on him, I'm trusting that because they know. I don't know. So it's hard for me to argue. Based on what I've seen, I don't know what the kid's been. I've never met the kid. I probably would pass on him. I think I would. But on the flip side, if we did draft him, I would trust that we made the right decision. But that's not the point of this exercise. Yeah, I don't know. I trust the regime pretty much no matter what because they haven't made me not yet. But I would be firmly in the camp of if I was the GM, I would pass. I'd, I'd feel a little nervous if they like, like I'll be supported and be like, okay, they had their reason to take them. But like, if you told me in a couple of years, some things kept popping up and this didn't work out, I wouldn't be surprised. Same. I agree. It's very risky, but he's a, he's a, I mean, he picked up a grown man. LSU no quarterback one's in the denying his, uh, his talent. <laughs> Just character. character As they loss. say in pro sports, be who you can afford to be. And he's, he's, Testing that limit because he's amazing, but he's been doing some things that are like, come on, Jalen, please. Okay, so that was Alice's first one. Evan, 
up to you for either a my guy or a guy you want to pass on. I'm going to go with my first my guy. Okay, Grant, this should be right up your tee. Mozzie okay. Smith. <laughs> not, not that. Not that minus. We're just guessing what this means. Okay, 439 40-yard dash. Okay. Stand-up edge rusher. The Georgia kid. Yes, Alex. Is it? Nolan. He's on my list. Smith. Nolan Smith. Freak athlete. Edge rusher. 6'2". Little undersized for that typical edge rusher. He's not your 6'5 defensive ends. He plays the 3-4 outside linebacker, gets to the quarterback. Hmm. Did start eight games this past year. Started all of the first national championship run. Played against Michigan in the college football, Orange Bowl. Um, It's just the speed and quickness. Sideline to sideline, I'm always going to say it. It's never a bad idea to have speed on your defense. He kind of fits that hybrid um, two birds with one stone, you know, the edge rusher and like an outside linebacker skill position to where, yeah, it's not getting us our defensive line help, but it's fitting our quarterback pressure and it's fitting our speed on defense. Mm-hmm. To what he was one of the most talented players. If you watched him in like high profile games the last two years, he was one of the most standout players that you watched on Georgia's defense. That's going to have a combined like 10 first round picks over the last two years. He's a guy that you watch film and you're like, yeah, he has it. The get off the line quickness, his ability to duck under in, in the run game. His bend around the corner on the edge and pass. I think he's just getting into his mold just with his speed. I got a pro and a con. One pro. I like that the injury that sidelined him for the end of the year was a torn pec because that doesn't seem like the end of the world. Better than any leg injury you could have. So I'll take that. I like that. Con. He, he, I thought he was really corny at when they interviewed him after they won the title. He was the one that was saying that they picked us to go five and seven. But spin zone, that means he's coachable. That means he's coachable and can be brainwashed by his coach. So Dan could really make him think that no one believes in the Lions. So I guess I just argued against myself. But I remember being like, this guy's super corny <laughs> when that interview took place. Grant, your turn. You can't teach speed, though. Um, I guess we've kind of talked about the big names, so I'll go big name with not much to say. CJ Shroud's a my guy, and if that's like if I you said pick one quarterback in this draft, CJ Shroud from a Michigan fan too, so you know. Agree. I mean it. Like CJ. Yeah, there's um, not much to break down. We've all watched him no, for like yeah. years. Yeah, really nothing to say. Couldn't be Michigan, but he's a good player. Oh, gotta get that in, <laughs> Alex. All right, my guy. Yeah. Linebacker. Anybody going to guess? I got one linebacker on my list. But I don't have the Iowa linebacker. Is this a middle linebacker or like an OLB that rushes? More of a rushing linebacker. Okay. But not a defensive end. I don't know when we got so weird with how that works, but he's a linebacker. 3-4 three, three, defenses. Kind he's of. a linebacker. Ben Van Summeren. Yes. 
No, but another <laughs> white guy. Imagine. Drew oh, Sanders from Arkansas. Oh, he's more he's more middle. I like yeah, him. Yeah, middle but can rush the passer. Had almost 10 sacks last season, nine and a half. He's really tall. Former five-star, went to Alabama, played for Alabama early, transferred to Arkansas, first team all SEC, 6'5", like 230. Wasn't he an offensive player to start, or am I f- forgetting who he was? No, he played He played linebacker at Alabama. Okay. Uh, he's fast. Evan talks about wanting athletes on this defense. Sideline to sideline speed's good. Can do a lot of things. Like four, four, five. I don't think doesn't he ran at the combine. He had a pretty high athleticism score. I don't remember what that site is called. I try to find it. If you just type in like their name and RAS on Twitter, they usually come up. But from what I've read and what I've watched, starter projected Alex. He can rush the passer nice smoothly and digest plays and stop the run and cover a little bit. I don't know what else you want really. He's like a point nine seven, pretty good second round type of guy. We got a lot of picks in the top fifty five, so feel like he's a a guy that can pair well with uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, who is not very athletic. No offense to Malcolm Rodriguez. He's athletic in his own ways. From off the top of your head, Texas. Texas. What city in Texas? Denton. No, it's not Fort Worth. Dallas. Waco. Alex, please tell me the truth. What city Dan Campbell's from? Oh, I don't know. Denton, Texas. Should I know? Why are you saying Denton? Because that's the same place Drew Sanders is from. Yeah, that's why I guessed. Oh. It's no. Clifton. Clifton. Glen Rose High School in Texas. Which Damn, is... grew up in Clifton, Texas, and he was an agricultural development major. Yeah. Texas no, not the same city as Drew Sanders, sorry. That marriage would have been too good, Alex. Drew Sanders is like everything we wish Cal Halliday was. Mm. Feels bad. Cal Halliday with turbo boosters. Never and they kind of look alike based on this That's picture. Cal, Cal Halliday with turbo boosters. <laughs> and a little bit more height. And fluid Drew hips. Sanders never won a Peach Bowl by having to pick six. No. no. But he and was first team all SEC in the Holiday. best conference but in Drew the country. Drew had a lot of tackles against Alabama, which is tough to do. Evan, your next guy. My Good or bad? Next, my guy. Offensive side of the ball now. Mm-hmm. From Timber Lake, South Dakota. <laughs> the South Dakota tight end? Yes. Tucker Craft, baby. Is this yes. the guy? Tucker Craft, 6'5, 250. Can run block and pass catch. You're looking at a physical specimen on the offensive side. Big words. And he can move under a sub four seven forty. Wow, nine point six eight RAS score. That's he's thirty six out of a thousand tight ends from nineteen eighty seven to two thousand twenty three in terms of athleticism. Wow, Evan knows how to. That's pick athletic. Him. Let's see some highlights. There you go. I don't know where this guy is at all. He is. He is known for run blocking, but he just turned into a great pass catcher for. Uh, South Dakota, the Jackrabbits. Who else was from South Dakota, Alex? 
That's right, Zach Center. Good job. Good trivia question. Okay, nice. That's so no context question. I mean, there's a million people that go to that school. Yeah, but who else played for the Lions and also went there? You could have. That's how you should have phrased it. No, no, but Alex, come on. You should have instantly thought of Zach Center. So I mean, you look at the tight end position. Like it's. I don't think it's really going to take that much. Um, a high draft pick. We can get them in like maybe the middle rounds, but somebody that will come in and do their job hard nose from a good program um kind of that blue collar chip on the shoulder and be able to run run block and pass catch at the same time and i i think he could climb up our tight end depth chart and like start right away question for you evan not hard to answer um on the consensus big board I look at, which is just compiles a bunch of big boards from a bunch of people, so it gives you an average. Is he, he is flying up the, the big boards? He is the 69th prospect. Nice. So are you comfortable taking him with the uh, third round pick? High third round. We don't have a third round. We have a, we have 81, right? I think we have a third round pick. We don't have a fourth round pick. We have yes. 81. Yes, solely based on that you go defense, defense with the first round picks. Like pick six and 18. If you go defense, defense, I am comfortable with taking a tight end. And Grant, you said, wow, this guy is super athletic. I'm comfortable with taking him with the 81st pick. Kind of looks like Rob Gronkowski. Just like I'm not (laughs) comparing. I'm just saying build number. Because you compare them to like other top tight ends, and now you're asking for like a first, you're asking for a second, but hey, maybe later in the third, you draft arguably a more athletic tight end. <laughs> these are highlights are tough, some of them, because like these kids look like they're five foot four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just massive. I like it. Um, okay. Grant. My guy, gonna get the boring ones. I don't wanna. All right, I like Bajan Robinson. We all know that. I'm not going to spend oh, any time on that. Yes, I just dude. think he's awesome. Every single day, I am falling in love with him. Every single day, I just can't kiss every him. What do you like? Turn on a highlight tape every <laughs> I, I, day. Like if it, if you fast forward this, like no, you go back in time. Excuse me, if you go back in time like ten years, Alex Bijan Robinson is he top five pick hands down? It's not even close. No, I, yeah. I'd never, I'd never have disagreed that he's really six years really, ago. Really he, was a, he would be a top three pick. It, if you're going in terms of best football player in the draft, he he can't be outside of the top five or six. Like totally. that's how good of a football player he is. It's just what positional value, and that's the little dirty word about running backs these days and linebackers. Um, humble pie. Like I I look back and I kind of laugh. Is that being a Michigan fan, we always go to war for Blake Corum, and Texas fans would be like, "You guys don't watch Bajan, you don't watch Bajan." And then, like after you pop on the tape, like, "Yeah, Bajan is a better all-around running back than Blake Corum. It's not close. Like he because he can catch the football. Like he's basically a wide receiver. He just looks like Christian McCaffrey. He looks like could Christian McCaffrey the, the way he guys, plays football. Know. He could, but now it's to the point where like Montgomery I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be happy if we get him." But I'm also going to be like, don't need that position because we just locked up a guy for three years. He's also if he scores game. 60 points a game, you can't lose. Mm. We tried to against Seattle. We kind of did. Mm. You got to score first. So, Bajan, he's, he's amazing. I'm very curious to see how high he goes. Alex, 
I have two that don't require much talk. I really like Brian Branch. Just love watching him play football. Just He's a good a football player. Yep. And another player I liked watching all season, also in the same conference, Jalen Hyatt. Now, mm. in maybe some injury problems. I don't know. I guess he tweaked his hamstring at the combine. Was he the one that had like five touchdowns against Alabama or was that a different? Because they that have another That was okay. Because they have Cedric Tillman, who's also supposed to go high. Jalen Hyatt was like injured speedster. during the year. So a position we don't need. We do not need him. I just like him as a football player, and I think he'll yeah. be good in the NFL. I think he ran. Those a are two guys. Those are two guys I can guarantee pretty much that will not be in Honolulu Blue because we're deep at those positions. Yeah, no, but, we don't yeah. need them. Those are luxuries that I just like those players. Evan, I am going interior offense alignment. Little bias here. Alex is going to make fun of me, um, but you watch him play. His lateral quickness, his smarts, football IQ, um, experience, a little older for uh, offensive linemen and NFL age. John Michael Schmitz. Mm. Center, played center. Now, we don't really need a center, but you need depth interior offensive linemen. Can't play guard, can't play center, can't play both, if you ask them left or right. Um, from Minnesota. Has over like 30 games played, over 25 games started for Minnesota Golden Gophers. Was All-American twice, honorable Big Ten um, recognition, two years. So it's just an all-around smart football player. Decent size. Kind of um, little. <clears throat> decent. That's why it's a decent size. I'm not saying he's an athletic specimen, but that's why he's an interior offensive lineman. Um, he, he's just like one of those tough-nosed, hard-working guys that I think would fit well with the offensive line and the scheme fit that we have. And it's hard to argue against his body of work. No, the big question argue. is the big question is yeah the guard. If he can help a guard, then it'd, it'd be worth it. Other than that, you know, center is an interesting position. There's not many centers in this draft, so he'll probably be a highly coveted player. Um, my two are my guys still. My my guy list was way bigger than my passing on. Um, I'm gonna give you a, a twofer for wideouts. This would be deep. Th- well, one's a deep throw. Would be Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. If you watched a West Virginia pit game to start the year of college football, this guy popped off the tape. He's like six five. Hit the reason he's so low is he can't run routes outside of a go route. But that's kind mm-hmm. of the spot we need on our team. We kind of need a big physical freak. He reminds us of the, that Notre Dame receiver that remember what we found in the draft like two years ago doing our draft or like I last think he year. He like, out of the league. Yeah. Well, so maybe this this guy will flop as well. But I think you take a dart throw on him like in the sixth or seventh round, and you bring on an absolute freak. Um, the other one is Rakeem Jarrett. Been on this guy for years from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Love the hoodie. He's just a dog. He's Hoodie's shorter. Sick. He's shorter than Ford Wheaton considerably. I don't even know if he's six foot, but he plays big. And you know that if you've watched them play. He just boxes people out. So I think Rakeem Jarrett would be a dog for a big body wide receiver in Detroit. Is it me? Alex. Yeah. I think Devin Witherspoon is awesome. Mm-hmm. Not a hot take. Mm-hmm. Guy I would no, pass on since we haven't talked about any of those in a while. Uh, I'm not a Will Levis guy. I think he stinks. I had him his name down as one of my four. He's one of my four. I think we're pass all on or pass. I would pass him. He could not beat out Sean Clifford. 
I would, yeah, mm. I would not be thrilled. Evan, that's a good. Sometimes we have rule of thumbs. That's oh, a pretty good I rule said of that to oh. Evan on this show. Well, good rule of thumb for everyone. No, claps all around. Did not tell me that. Yes, I will go I back and find it if you need me to. Watch him be the next Josh Allen. Okay, this is for the old head media that don't understand jokes. The stuff about him eating bananas and mayo and coffee is fake. He did that as a joke. So everyone needs to please stop saying that that's true. Mayo and coffee is a real thing, though. People do do that. Okay. Well, he doesn't, but people keep saying it like, oh, his decision making. Can you trust a QB like as a joke? It's like, no, he doesn't even do that. It was a joke for TikTok. That's the problem. Yeah. You can fool the older people. Yeah. Grant's not happy about it. No, it makes me mad because it keeps going out. All right, said a guy you don't like. Fake. Someone spew one out. Zay Flowers. Yeah, I'm I don't not sure what the him. buzz about him is. He's fast. Well, I think, really fast. I think he's fast and a good route runner, so he could be good in the NFL. I'm just saying for the Lions. He's 5'9". Yeah, I don't want a short, uh, shorter receiver for the no Lions. So the he could be good people. in the NFL. He could be – what if he's Tyreek Hill? Then I look like an idiot. But I'm just saying that for us – not really what we need. Evan? Guy you hate. Or um, love. But I, hate. I don't hate. Um, yeah, Alex, stop saying hate. I said passing on. <laughs> hate. I, there's a guy I'm passing on. Big name, but just the injury prone and like position of need. We need a starter. And draft history. History. We already have a guy on a team that's doing the same thing. But Brian uh, Brian Brees. Ah. Clemson. Clemson guy. Really bad uh, injury history over the last two years. Yeah. And we don't need a another uh Levi owns a recce on the team. Yeah, that's fair. Especially defensive tackle position where we need depth there, ASAP, um, to fix the run game. So I would pass on that solely because of injury history, not because of talent or anything like that. That's fair. That's not too harsh either. I mean you can't control injuries. Um no. I'm going to stay here real quick because we're talking about Clemson guys. I have two guys to pass on from Clemson. I don't. Their defense was good, but I watched the tape. I don't get it. Miles Murphy would not take him where he's selected to go. And Trenton Simpson, um, he's listed as linebacker. He's not really like an off-ball linebacker. He's like a scrappy edge rusher, and I just don't see how that I fits in our there, defense. Man. When we were way back in uh, draft process, probably right when the season ended, like linebacker was the first position I started looking at, and I watched his tape, like two different ones, and his entire tape is just like a play breakdown, and he's like, "There's just the first one there" because he didn't have a one hundred percent. He didn't have a like a role <laughs> yeah. or a job on that play. Yes. Like basically QB spy or just go stand in the middle of the defense and then go run the ball. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what his entire tape looked like. The fact that him and Jack Campbell are both labeled LBs makes no sense because that's just they don't play remotely similar no, roles on a football that. field. You just have to know what you're getting with him, and I don't think we need that. I, I think Trent Simpson would be a very good special teams player, and then like third down where like go run, go run after the quarterback. Yeah, but for where they're at, like Miles Murphy's 15 on a big board. That's too high for me. I like a guy below him that we'll talk about in a little bit. And then Trenton Simpson's by Drew Sanders, and I would take Drew Sanders over him if I had to pick. And I would take Jack well, Campbell because over Trenton Simpson. is sick. So. Uh, Alex. I have one more pass guy. Okay. Um, Deontay Banks, who I've seen us mocked to him a couple times. Yeah, the corner from Maryland. I'm not taking any corner from the Big Ten. Mainly, it was like Joey Porter Jr. 
So no Witherspoon either. No, I am out on Witherspoon. Oh, that's a terrible take, Kevin. His Turn team couldn't film. even beat Michigan State. Turn so. on the film. Because <clears throat> he had one big up, blown up hit. Evan, I think if you watched the film, you would be happily surprised. Nope. The only hard thing about Big Ten corners in general is our passing league is so horrendous that it's hard to judge. But uh, Also true. I think he might break the mold. And we saw how good Kirby is. I think so I'm going to give Illinois a pass. Pretty good. I think Joey Porter's good too. Just handsy. Yeah, Anyways, my house. main reasoning for Deontay Banks, one, he's not... He's third in the Big Ten priority, and in my personal rankings and everyone else's rankings, like the fourth or fifth best corner, and I see him mocked at like 18. So in that scenario, I would just never want him there. Plus, he played at Maryland, and he's a little undersized, and I watched his tape like 30 minutes ago. Nothing wowed me at all. He had a cool pick against C.J. Stroud, but it wasn't like anything sick. Like I think if I was going to wait and like if Brad doesn't want a corner early, I would just take like Clark Phillips from Utah at 63 or one of these guys. Yeah, there. I wouldn't like, reach and take Banks at like 18 or 30, whatever the next I'd either is. go early and get like Porter or Witherspoon in the first round, like at 18. Agreed, or fully wait. Porter maybe, or just wait. Yeah, agreed. Evan? Well, you know who my other my guy is. Georgia tight end. Georgia tight end. I have two more. Okay. He was mocked to a state. Jaden Nope. The Chuck Sizzle, baby. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Chuck yeah. Sizzle, late in the rounds. You want a pure route runner that can get open in separation and just a pure football player, no matter who he's going up against. Somebody that can go out there and guarantee like five catches. Chuck Sizzle. We've talked about yeah, him so much on this podcast. Probably, yes. probably 10 guys. PPR God, Chuck Sizzle. He is PPR God. He balled out uh, in his best competition against Michigan. He was the only one that could do anything. You know, um, he was the only one who could do anything against Michigan? Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, he had a great game. Okay, and keeping on that trend. Watch the keep tape. Keep on that trend. Keep you on that trend. Um, I have two guys who balled out against Michigan. We call them the TCU boys. We have a running back that you could get later and Kendra Miller. Your linebacker. He blew me. No, Kendra Miller, the running no, back. No, your blew next me guy. Away just thinking about him. Before he got injured in that game, you saw the difference it made when he got injured. And then D Winters. I don't know why this guy's picked to go in the sixth round. I think just because he's short. But we were all in love with Nicobe Dean last year. And this guy looked every bit as good against Michigan as Nicobe Dean did against uh michigan in the other playoff game so this guy blew me away i just was watching that game live in the moment but like, i just want that guy to be on the lions in the moment as my team was losing the uh the fiesta bowl he's a duck and i don't know why he's projected to go so low so much so in my mock drafts i just don't even touch linebacker until i get to him and just assume he'll play next to malcolm year one because <laughs> i just think he's that good but i must be missing something he's a small short I feel like I have too many that I need to just rattle some off because I got like. I only have one more, dude. Okay. I have six left and I just need to go fast, I feel like. (laughs) Mine's just my one non power five guy that I think is good. Don't rattle them off. No, No. Alex, you go first. Tajay Spears. He was sweet against USC in the bowl game, the only game I watched of him. Yeah. He's tiny running back. He probably doesn't fit in Detroit that well. Maybe a scat back replacement for Swift, but. Theoretic kind of small. He'd work okay because he's different than Montgomery. Yeah, he would fit well if Swift wasn't on the team. But 
you're going to take him. If you're not going to take the premium horse in Bajan, would you take he's Tajay, like, like he, second no. round? He sits around like a Third round? 80. No. 94. Peak, I'd peak take him 55. in the 90s. So, eight, I like Devin Akine, too, for speedster guy. You take pick 81, third round, Tajay Spears. Potentially. Um, if we trade Swift on night one. QB, late round pick. Next QB in our franchise, DTR. Evan, I need you on board for this UCLA stand-up. Pick 161 in the draft. He'd be a dog. And I this think – absolutely complete change from offensive philosophy, but I'm all for it. Dude, DTR yeah. would go so hard in Honolulu Blue. I get, like, Jalen Hurts play. vibes. I get Jalen Hurts vibes of, like – He's little. He could, well, he could get Jalen bigger. Jalen Hurts is a unit. <laughs> Okay, I'm just talking about the the highest paid player in the NFL history. Uh, But DTR is not soft. He takes hits. Yeah, but he's year after year. Probably be in a lot of injury trouble soon. All right, so you hate the pick? Just say it. He'll never play. (laughs) I mean, it's an irrelevant pick. It's just like a a bench stuffer. Okay, but if Jared were to go down for two games, I'd be Nate Sudfeld excited. No, you'd be excited to see DTR go to work. No, next guy. Come on, you said you're rapid firing. All right, linebacker. Just you may not have seen him, but Diane Henley out of Washington State. If you haven't seen this kid, put it on the tape. I think if it, if you walk out of this draft with either him or Jack Campbell, you have your Anzalone replacement sooner than later. He's projected to go 68th right now. Um, he played the Senior Bowl. Just an absolute dog. I think he used to play wide receiver or something. So he has amazing hands for a linebacker, and he's bigger than you think, and he just flies around. Next. His instincts are insane. Um, next one, LSU, one of my favorite edge rushers in the class, BJ Ojolari. This is the guy I reference. I would take him over Miles Murphy. You talk about bend and like just being lanky and athletic. This dude is lanky, athletic around the edge. He's projected 45 with a peak at 26. So depending on how, if you don't get the edge rusher at the start with Will Anderson, I would take BJ, BJ Ojolari. Dog. Next. Okay. Next tight end, this is the Cadillac, Michael Mayer. Fell in love with him from a young age. This guy's a dog. He's huge. He's like he's like mainstream Tucker Craft, so I'm cool with Tucker Craft, but they kind of are similar builds. Um, and I think Michael Mayer loves the block, and I, he has great hands. We've all seen that through watching college football. And then my last two are deeper shots on the defensive line. Defensive line is Colby Wooden from Auburn. Pick 138. This kid is a little shorter for most D lines, but he gets after the pass, gets after the quarterback, which is, I think, what we need. We don't need another huge run stuffer like a lean. So I would take him late. And then the deepest pick in the draft, the guy that was either first or second in college sacks this year in our backyard of Eastern Michigan, Jose Ramirez, is a baller. To pick 227 is what he's projected at. Could go higher, but he had like six pick six sacks last year, 12 this year. I think Jose Ramirez would be awesome in the Honolulu Blue, right up the street from Ypsilanti. Cool. So great work. I would encourage anyone to go look at look at those tapes and be like, mm, yeah, I see it. Any other deep dark throws, Evan? Darnell Washington, 
Man I said deep dark throats. Man <laughs> Not a top voice, 20 Alex. player. <laughs> Riley Moss, good corner. Dis- I would take Riley Moss if you could put him at safety. He's just a ball hawk, you know, Kirby because Joseph-like. No offense to Riley Moss. There is zero white cornerbacks in the NFL, so I just can't It is it. a weird sight, but could be cool. No, it's not a weird sight. It's you don't see it. So I think he has to play safety. <laughs> He's got a, a knack for the ball, though. Evan, does Darnell Washington's injury history worry you? Because that's what worries me about him. Um, I feel like he always second. falls awkwardly and he's kind of like the Gronk not, syndrome. Not he's not made of glass, but he missed a decent chunk of games, I feel like, just from uh anecdotal Grant, evidence. Every football play. player gets injured, dude. Not Hutchinson. Oh yeah. He'll be out for the season now. He was out for a whole college year. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're dumb. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> he did break his ankle. No, his that injury it? doesn't doesn't. Are really... we on to something that's gonna get Evan Grant, really can you hot look and bothered? His, his athletic score on your website. Yeah, R-A-S he's a freak. score. <laughs> I don't even know if I need to type it in. He's just. I want to. I want to. I want to see the numbers. Card he's honestly like, nine point nine nine. He may not be. <laughs> Let me look. Yeah. Okay, nine point eight eight, which is fourteenth out of a thousand one hundred and four since nineteen eighty seven. So the two tight ends that I want are just freakishly athletic. Fourteen and thirty six. Yes. Evan has a trend. Yes, athletic and cheap. I just know. I know. There's something to that RES stuff. I kinda wanna have that guy on at some point in our life to ask him how to come up with this because when I like look at our draft picks and there was a difference between how Holmes does it, he kind of does, I think you value that. And you could see all of our old, like Jelani Tavai, like great, like a four Tabor ran a five, two 40. So like we just used to draft like not athletic people, essentially seems like a terrible idea. Um, speaking of football quickly, MSU spring game. The only reason it really got on this list is because I was on Twitter this weekend and saw a lot of hubbub from people. We had, um, guest of the show chief in a battle with matt charbonneau about kate and hauser and like bias aside it was just comical to watch play out i did not see it my only question for you guys is one if you want to say any comments about your fan base or two if you were mel tucker you are mel tucker i'm looking at you right now who is your starting quarterback today peyton thorne other mel tucker Has to be, has to be Peyton Thorne right now. Just has to be. It feels like bottom Mel Tucker, which is Alex for me, is just fi- trying to find a way in fall camp to replace him. <laughs> I I am. It feels like I'm. I do just want the best guy to play, and I do think Thorne and Kim are like the same. And Thorne has experience, so he gets he gets the start. I don't think Hauser is even involved for what it's worth. Well, he's certainly third string. He's involved. Yeah, no, he's not involved in starting. And Evan will just lose his mind if Noah Kim starts a game. So I'm honestly just hoping, like I'm rooting for the Lakers to win it all. It's kind of. I'm really just rooting for Grant's distraught. So I'm rooting for Noah Kim to start so Evan can be upset about that. Mm. And I'm rooting for Kim because Kim is my Maddie Sissoko. Like that's my guy for Michigan State football. It was. It just basically started as like a guy that, I really never thought would see the field at Michigan State, and I was going to latch on to him because he looked cool on the sidelines with his tattoos. Correct. And now here we are that he is the buzz and I dropping saw dimes. Him walk into South Case Hall in I'm, 2021. 
with a girl. Hmm. Just for booty call, straight booty call. And now that's my QB. And Kent now he's and I, dropping. I mean, he, he looks pretty decent. He, it's not like he looks bad. Evan, will you say that throw to Antonio Gates Jr. was nice? It was, it was nice to see. Open. No, it was a great throw. He was wide open. I mean, it's nice to see. I'm not raving and rooting for it because it's spring game against our. Listen, backups. no, I don't put any stock into the the spring. It was nice practice, to see Michigan State football playing on a field with grass. Yeah, just good to see <laughs> that they were in pads and we could see them. And they do exist. Half of our defense starting defense line wasn't even there yet. So mm. yeah, they're all injured. No, Great they're start. transferring in. They're not going to get here until August. Who, Evan? Uh, Florida State. He's there, injured. No, not there. Yes, not he was dressed in a picture, Evan. Not according to the broadcast. There's a picture of him on Instagram. I saw today. He's there. He's injured. Just because he was there doesn't mean he was actually there. He was in pads. Yeah, what if he just... What if he just came in for the... <laughs> just put on a uniform. Can't do All right, that. so bad announcers. Bad announcers. Let yes, bad announcers. He's there. Spring game for the announcers, too. Anybody else? Yeah, there's the... Red the, Wings. Um, <laughs> not the Texan kid playing the, the Liberty guy, maybe. And I, didn't, I yep. haven't seen anything about him. I think that's it. There's one more, I thought. Texas A&M, right? Florida State, Liberty... I think those are the only three. Maybe there's another one. Tank Brown's off the team. Yeah. Well, gun, didn't play. Gun charges will do that for you. Yeah. Just didn't play anyways. So best of luck. Be who you can afford to be. The Red Wings, their season ended. Um, we're Red making Wings. progress, though, because two years ago, we had 39 points. Last year, we had 74 points. This year, we had 80 points. So, we've made strides to get Grant, better. I think if you went back and looked at our predictions at the beginning of the year, I think we both said, like, you have to get to high 80s if you want to make the playoffs. Okay. I'll look that up after this sometime, actually. See how close we were. Yeah, I think the 92, 93 got in. So, our conference that we're in is loaded. So, that's what makes it tough. I mean, we have the, one of the best hockey teams in the history of the sport. At yeah. the top of our conference. Evan, so it's okay that we're not great right now. Any reason Alex. we lost like our last five games by like 6 2, 6 1, 5 1, like not even close blowouts? Season's over with. Packing just wanted to see if we were packing it in or if we just truly like oh, stuck yeah. it up. Yeah. The last few I games. I mean, we're also playing a lot of uh, new guys. The last game that guys, mattered was guys. the Penguins game. I think we lost that 6 2. We still technically were alive when we played that game. Uh, Actually, it doesn't matter. Not really. The Penguins lost the playoff streak. It's over. They've cleaned house, too. They're in more turmoil than we are. Just my point was yeah. just, you know, some bad losses. Now, if they cash it in, we played a just bunch of young sure, kids. We just played a bunch sure. of Griffins. Just yeah. making sure. Alex, if you were like guaranteed out of the playoffs. I box score watched the last few games. I was just checking. That's why it was a question. When you get to, like, the last 20 games of – uh, basketball and hockey and your team's not really in it, I just tune everything out because I can't be duped by any more grand performances by people and be like, oh, it's going to translate to next year. It never does. It's just never like does. them playing against Except the Lions Packers. There's no such thing as momentum going to the next year. Well, we were alive for the playoffs the day that game happened. So that was a different story. <laughs> you can thank Baker Mayfield. Um, 
the only takeaways I had from Steve Eisenman's press conference, I just feel like he's very honest. Like they asked him, how do you feel like things have gone so far? And he like thought about it for a second. I was like, they've gone okay. Like he's not just blowing awesome. smoke being like every, he's not like everything's on track. He's like, I want to be better. I know you guys want to be better. So we need to improve in every area. Um, but the things he highlighted that I have noticed from my limited watching is I feel like our defense is getting to a good spot, maybe not goaltending overall, but like we have Cider. Yeah, we, we have um, some draft picks coming up, Edvinson, defenseman. Um, we de- I just feel like we need more goal scoring. Like we need guys that could just pour the puck in the net. And then the other – Grant. You need superstars. Yep. Wing scoring superstars. The other thing he said that I've agreed with is that we need to be more physical and competitive because when I watched the Ottawa Senators games back-to-back, that team just bullied us around the ice. And then I was like, well, I'm used to the old Red Wings in 08 and 09 kind of being bullies back in the day with Franzen, um, Cronwall. I mean, we would just hit people in the mouth. And and, uh, Matthew Kachuk just ragdolled our whole team. So we need bigger bodies or just tough guys, even if you're short. Like, and I'm glad that that's very clear and obvious from Iserman. He did kind of temper free agency, saying this year's class is not as many guys as last year. So let's not get crazy. But the I have only a question. Name yes, Alex. Continue. Finish your little free agency. The thing. only name I wrote down that we had to trade for, I believe, or maybe he's a free agent, is uh, Alex Debrinket from the Senators. That's who he plays for right now. He started in Chicago. He's on the Senators. He's a goal scoring factory. Taves. We'd have to go up a lot. Not sure we want Jonathan um, Taves, Evan. Let's see. Is he going to be a free agent? No. Wait, one year remaining. So he might. Uh, yeah, no. No, following the season. No, he's not. So we, I think we have to trade for him. It'd be a lot. It'd be polarizing. But I want goal scorers, and he's sweet, and he's from Michigan, so I think it's a great fit. My question. My answer. Yes. It's from Farmington Hills. Is the panic button getting hit if we miss the playoffs next season? Panic button. Why not panic? Disappointment button. No warmer seat. I mean, it's been what now? This will be year four, three. Alex Irishman's doing what uh, Scott Harris is doing right now rebuilding a rebuild. I get that. Okay, it just Alex, feels like we're imagine, not that far, so I feel like we are close enough now to make see, a push no, to make. Steve is literally in the same spot as Scott Harris. You have two super, a couple young, nice pieces. Mm, no, ev- Stevie's in a much better spot. He's further along, I would say. Yeah, no, I'm saying when, a little when Steve Eisenman took over. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm talking now, and I'm not talking about then. Yeah, so he's, he's done a good job to this point. I agree. I'm just wondering if is next year the need to be playoff year. It, NHL is just so like. It's yes or no, Evan. Unpredictable. No, does, he's not. Uh, the Red Wings need to make the playoffs next season. No, they need to keep improving. Like, let's say they get the nine, ninety points and they miss the playoff by three points. It'll suck, but I want to keep seeing that map going up. Like we're about to be year three in the Lions regime, and we're saying yes, they need to make the playoffs. It's football. It's different. It I is. I think it's a yes. cop out, but it's just it's different sport. But that is also like, a cop out because like. But college is okay, like next year's year three like, for the Pistons rebuild. Like in the yeah, playoffs? They need to. Yes. Or I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Basketball is more like. Um, it just lines. feels like the Red Wings have been like, they're not close, college, but they're like kind of close. They're like hanging hockey, around. You're, 
you're a dog, you don't get to play in the majors for like two years if you're just normal trajectory. That's what sucks. Like we have all these Eisenman picks in the pipe that we're gonna yes. get here at once. But where did these guys come from? Like, oh, Stevie drafted them. They just have to play in Russia, play with the Griffins for a while, and then you play in the big boy league. Same with baseball. Whereas in like Jameson Williams, Amonor St. Brown, Panay Sewell, hey, nice to meet you. You're agreed. You're contributing. Agreed. All good points. It's just just wondering. Because it's not like if they were like horrendous this year and in the bottom two, three teams of the league and had 39 points again, then I'd be like, yeah, no, no shot. But they're not like crazy off right now. It feels like a couple, couple more guys develop, bring in a superstar, seven keeps saying we need, and then boom, you should make the playoffs. I need them to make the playoffs just for personally. I need state. them to make the playoffs, but it's not panic. It's like unless like if they only win if they have sixty five points next year, it's a problem. How about that? Yeah, panic button. Yeah, if they no, regress. Yep, with no injuries, no nothing, just sixty five points. Same. You you made moves. You look better on paper. You get to sixty five points. Regress. We have questions, but I just I just don't see that happening because they have a real coach now and they're going to keep moving forward. And they have a ton of draft picks that they think they can move around with. I think well, they should Alex, be. If you want to make spot. the playoffs next year, pray that the lottery guards for the NHL will go for the favor for the Red Wings. Well, you think that they're all the lotteries are rigged, so I'm sure it won't go. They are. Away. They're big for big markets. But if we do get the first pick, um, this kid is a stud and will guarantee Connor McDavid the level. Wings. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard this kid's like Jesus. Yeah. No one's gonna be as good as Connor McDavid from here. On His out. name's also Connor. His name's Connor Bedard. It is, but he's also watch like Austin Matthews, like start right away and just score. Well, that would mean goals. that I would be hitting the panic button with no playoffs with this kid. Not and the fancy signing. Gotta wait. Alex, he was born in. You give Stevie Y a longer time frame. You're very impatient with everybody else. Hockey, Grant just said it. Hockey well, is different. Well, because Stevie Y is goaded. He made great points, but Evan, you also just love no. him, so I feel and like yeah, you're he lifted more a cup as a player, hundred percent. He lifted a cup as a player. In this the podcast like, talked about firing Dan five games in a year too. No, I did not. Uh, I didn't say it. About it. Oh, it was, we said, it. We said no. if he didn't win, more. yeah. Because you realize how bad it was at that point. We were yeah, a laughing stock. I mean, Grant, you're just like king of reaction. Did you watch the Patriots game last I year? I didn't. I said I gave him an ultimatum. I said win more games than we did last year. Win four games, and he. They I'm won just saying more in general, you're just king overreact to free agent no, signings, draft picks, everything. Yeah, the Pistons have made no. the playoffs in your head six years in a row. Well, Cade getting hurt really threw things <laughs> off. The only overreaction I had was I thought Cade was going to make a more immediate impact his rookie year. But I realized he had bums around him, like Killian Hayes. And now that I realize what a real guard looks like in Jaden Ivey, it's a little bit different. Shout out Jaden Ivey. No comment on Killian. Yeah. Good luck. To the Pistons we go? To the Pistons we go. Coaching (laughs) search updates. Let me get the – I bookmarked this person doing – No, we did interview. We have a, a new interview scheduled today. Yeah. They really messed with our uh, head because the first interview that was tweeted out was Kevin Ali, and I think everyone was like, oh, God, here we go. I already <laughs> accepted it. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Um, Well, that's crazy. I do think it could go pretty bad. No, like, I, think I that just has don't the think lowest, it will. <laughs> that has the lowest floor, I would say. Um, uh, Palace of Pistons, That I'm going to plug them. They're doing a great job. They have a thread of all the tweets of who we're interviewing. I'm going to read them off. Got Kevin Ali. We did get permission for Charles Lee of the Bucks, which I have some thoughts on in a second. Um, Toronto's Adrian Griffin and Miami's Chris Quinn as well. 
Brooklyn assistant Brian Keefe, who our fans are already calling Chief Keefe, but it's funny to call him Chief Keefe. Um, Pelicans assistant Jaron Collins and Rex Kalamian, who used to be a Pistons coach, who is now the head coach of the Armenian national team. So you're casting a wide net. So we haven't hit our main candidates yet. We have not interviewed Ime. Or maybe the, that won't be public because it's not a. Uh, of they the don't four have to that James, that. of the four that James listed, no, I think he would. Ime and Stackhouse have not been talking. Stackhouse tweeted he's not leaving Vanderbilt, but that could be mm. um, a Chris Holtman, Mel Tucker situation. Coaches do that all don't the time. Don't call out our coach. Well, he did that, and so did Chris well, Holtman. He didn't just, know a bag Brinks truck was coming. Right, Jerry might not either. So, I mean, it's a list. I like Spolster's right-hand man, Chris Quinn. I think he'd be sick. I've thought about this guy before when I'm watching playoff games. You always see Spolstra talking – watch it in the playoffs. You always see him talking to Chris Quinn. Like, he's like his 1B coach, and Miami has a great culture, and he's coached a lot of different players and seen success. I think Chris Quinn would be a great hire. Um, that'd be my candidate right now of the guys they've interviewed. Give me Kevin Ollie because it would either be the greatest move ever or it would burn in flames. And then I could just go full boycott on all Detroit sports at that point or half mm-hmm. of them. I think it'd but just be the, funny. Here's the thing. I have no, I don't have high hopes no matter what. With the NBA is like, it's this league in which the coaches matter the least. I was to say it's a player driven league. Do you really need a great coach? No. But if you have a great coach, you can have a not as good team and be decent for a long time. That's what the Heat do. Yeah. Well, because I've also been thinking back to uh, Charles Lee, who at first I'm still not out on Charles Lee. I don't know enough about the guy, but everyone kept saying, oh, coming from a wing organization. And then I was thinking today as we saw um, the Bucks lose to the Heat without Giannis. It's like, yeah, I would look like a sick assistant coach, too, if I had Giannis as my main player. Like, yeah. I'm just curious. That's not a resume like, thing. Remember their head coach, uh, wasn't it Budenholzer? He almost got fired. He if they did get beat. fired in Atlanta, didn't he? No, that, that I don't know. I don't know enough NBA ball. Um, but I do know if they didn't beat the Nets because of that Kevin Durant toe-on-the-line shot, there was a chance he was getting fired that year, and then they go on to win the title, and then it just changes everything about how you view Budenholzer. But there's no guarantee, oh, he was born on August 6th, so I think that – now I kind of have some love for the guy. Anyways, I shouldn't have looked at that. Um, relevant, Grant. He wasn't regarded as like the best coach ever. It's just no, he's he has not. Giannis. Yeah, it's a player-driven league. So you want a guy like your guy, Miami assistant. Makes a lot of sense. I think that guy, is, guy. is an actual good coach. Great coach. One of the best in the league. Probably the best coach in the league. Pat Riley is a no-nonsense general manager that probably has a good culture in that building. They've been the Heat have been relevant our whole life. If you think about it, back from Dwayne Wade to now, through LeBron, through Jimmy Butler, they're always good. They're just always in the playoffs. Uh, maybe Popovich is the best coach, but he's not really. You know, he's losing it, so that's why I'm not giving it to him. Steve Kerr maybe kind of inherited everything. Hard to know if he's a good coach. Mark Mark Jackson, <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, that's uh... Boonholzer and the Hawks did agree to part ways. He was president of basketball ops. Just have any heart so we can talk about it. I just no, want God an experienced damn. NBA coach out there that is well respected amongst NBA players. So you don't want Jay Wright anymore? You already flipped off that. 
<laughs> no, I never was never on it. I'm saying Jay Wright is not an NBA handsome, handsome. good-looking guy. Pinstripes. I don't need a washed-up, hand-me-down Kevin Ollie trying to run an NBA whoa, franchise. Whoa. Kevin Ollie's a young guy. Talk about getting everything handed to him. How many national championships have you won as head coach? How uh, <laughs> old was Kevin Alley when he won the national championship? Because that's not that old. I think he was 22. You got to win some <laughs> JV football games first, Evan. I, I have won JV football games before. Oh, like right. Five and four in my one year. Just not this year. Hell yeah. I was coaching but, basketball, Alex, so you put some respect on middle school football. Big season coming for head coach Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Last topic. No. Big season. That's the end of the show. Alex, have you seen a pitch yet? No. I'm not watching this year at all. A lot of people well, have been asking, when are we going to a Tigers game? When are we going to a Tigers game? When it gets warmer. And I just don't know what to do. Do I go just and not watch? Alex, here's a favor for you. This is what you do. You go to Quick Pitch. You turn on your show. And you watch the highlights for all MLB games. And it's awesome. And then the Tigers game will eventually come up. And then I'll just no, turn Alex, it off. Alex isn't even watching highlights. No. No. Only, I've seen one highlight this year. One. What was and that? I'm curious. I, actually, I've seen a highlight and a low light. I saw the torque bomb that I texted you guys nice. about. Because Grant oh, tweeted it. So nice. And I saw whatever the f*** was going on with Javi Baez <laughs> a couple days ago. You didn't well, see Miguel walk off? You didn't see no. Uh, when Wyatt texted name? about Miguel Cabrera, I just turned my phone off. I didn't even want to see it. <laughs> and Nick Maytone's three, three. The only reason they made the list because they had a crazy week. They made national news with Javi Bias. They benched him. They kicked him out of the game. He, they pulled the players stop. off the team. He well, it started the day before with Nick Maytone. We'll get to in a second. He they stole second and didn't didn't slide. He's a guy who we got in the uh, Phillies trade when we gave up. Um, I'm assuming when he stole Soto. second, he Soto. got thrown out. Yep. And he, he didn't slide. He slid. Didn't slide. Standing up. It's a smart way to do it. Prevent injury. I will say during that during that losing stretch, during that losing stretch, the post game interviews with Hinch on Bally Sports Detroit Twitter are must watch. They I've he seen just looked so pissed off. They were just like, "Hey, what happened with Nick Mayton?" He's like, "I don't know. He forgot to slide. You have to ask him." Like just so disgusted with his. And then they're like, "Why did you bring this reliever?" And he's like, "We have to get twenty seven out somehow, some way." Like just demoralized. The hardest thing to do. But then. The next day, after all that goes down, Javi Baez forgets how many outs there are because he got moved to six in the order because he's been hitting bad, and he blamed it on that. He said, I'm like used to the clock in my head when I'm the third hitter that I'm the last guy up in the inning, and I just forgot how many outs there were. He's so, so used to being the third hitter in the inning that there's yep. already automatically two outs because we can't hit, so no matter what he's going, he's out yep. two outs. It doesn't matter. That might be the worst excuse I've ever heard. It kind of made sense in a way, but no, like, that's not a real excuse. excuse. I mean, also, there's scoreboards everywhere, no and your coaches tell you. These that's a joke. Small, small percentage. You guys gave me the worst Tiger ever. These, no, you picked them. But then, Alex. No, I just said, wait, you gave them to me. Wait, Alex. The small percentage is like, what are the base coach doing? Like, almost okay, every no, stance. It's definitely just Javi, just not looking. No, but as you scream it out as you're a base coach, as soon as he gets on second base. Yeah, Javi's running with double birds up. He doesn't care. So, funny enough, that happens in like the second inning. He gets hinged, throws a spine. He 
pulls him in the dugout down the stairs and says, you're done. He replaces him. He said it was like a message to the whole team and Javi. Makes sense. Things have been building. The Lions, uh, the Tigers actually win that game somehow. They win 3-1. And then crazy two games against the Giants, which these are the ones I watched. So I'm kind of multiple doubles since then. Back. Well, Javi responded in a huge way. He drew two walks, which is like the fourth time in his career he's walked twice in a game. So he started not swinging at pitches outside the zone. He was on a heater in these two games, hitting balls left and right. And the Tigers had back-to-back walk-off wins. Nick Maytone, they blew the lead. Gave up a bomb, then they, they come back in extra so innings. They could walk it off. That's what and then they got down in extras, and then he hits a three-run home run to win the game. New LED light show in Comerica Park House. I'm sure you will <laughs> love that. And then the next day, they walk it off with Nikki after, and they came back themselves. And then two rain delays in a row. So just a crazy week for the Tigers. And then what was Five Hunter's question? I tuned out everything Grant said. Five and nine overall. Hunter's question. He said, "Hey, put it on the podcast, but it's simply at you." Now yeah. with the NFL recent news, is Chris Illich the worst slash doesn't care owner in all of sports? Oh, with and how good Snyder is he out. with his financial, with his like his money? He's the worst owner in sports. I don't think it's much of a debate. Uh, now, the Cardinals guy is getting would argue the Pirates. <laughs> yes, the Pirates, but they still win some games. I feel bad for the Pirates that Cruz just broke his leg. Feels so um, Chris Illich is can't say everything I want to say on this podcast, but he's a very poor owner. He still charges fourteen dollars beers to all six fans at the games. Ridiculous, no, Alex. Oh, I don't know if I'm able to find it. I saw a rundown, a picture graphic of like the average cost it would take to send a family of four to a ball game to get four tickets, four hot dogs, chips, and a drink. And the Tigers were in the bottom eight of that cost. Cheapest? Yep. Like they were the eighth oh. cheapest? Yep. I think well, they, they have, have to be. Lower they have seven fans there. Like, what were they going to do? Supply and demand, though, that would increase the prices if you have lower fans, Alex. Right. They should be lowering prices to get more fans in there, <laughs> Evan. They should be lowering them even more. Beer should you be $3. Go to a baseball game? They should start running that franchise like it's a minor league baseball team with $1 beers and you have a bunch of college kids going to games and just getting trashed like the Lugnuts games. That's what the Tigers should do if they want to have any excitement in this team. If there's any Dollar Arizona fans nights. out there, hey, or just keep Wyatt. doing walk-offs. Shout out Wyatt. Go, go to the sell the team for two years, loan the team out for two years, and then come back when they're good. Well, that's just not. That's why it's theory. Why it needs to go to the Diamondbacks game because those tickets are the cheapest. Sell the team to Jeff Bezos. I'm sure he'd put Bezos. some money into us. Why he'd spend about. it? He'd spend can it. Ish, can Ishbia own two teams? Yes. No, I. What's the uh, What's this two what Magic group? Magic had a basketball and football team, didn't he? No, but there's like well, if he's you on own football one, now. You can't he just bought the Commanders. One. But he had the Dodgers too. Yeah. So football and baseball, and you can't have. You probably cannot Magic, have baseball and basketball. Magic owns three. He doesn't have card owner. Doesn't so have basketball. Cuban tried to buy somebody no. when you couldn't do it. Either way, we need a new owner of the team. It feels and like it's we never going to get sold ever because he cares about one thing only, and that is money. Baby step would be just figuring out District Detroit, and then I would give him like 1% grace. He has zero, in my opinion. He'll get zero forever. 
In terms of spending money, yeah, I mean, Chris, it's not been great. Chris doesn't want to even win baseball games. He doesn't even care at all. I have this weird feeling that when Mickey's contract is finally off the books, we're not even going to spend the money elsewhere. We're just going to become a cheaper team. Correct. Like, we're just going to be That's the whole point. That's why it's so miserable. But we'll see. It's a bum. It's the only sport you can spend to win, and we just don't even do it. It's and true. his dad loved You're to do it. Why do why don't he didn't learn anything when, from his dad? Remember when Mr. I just went out? We were already loaded and he just went out and bought Prince Fielder. I just for come fun. out of basketball <laughs> like, practice you know in what? high school and Prince Fielder's on the team. I was like, wow. We're gonna this make the team Bash wants to win. <laughs> yep. Now, now we have Javi Baez, a superstar of the Detroit Tigers. David and he doesn't Price. know how many outs there are. We'll take you, David Price. We'll just buy you. Now, did these all work out? No, but. Well, yeah, yeah but it's, it was there. always fun. Yes. They made the playoffs and I'd watch them. I hate this yeah. team. The city's in a bad spot, but I think brighter days are ahead. I really do. In four years? No, starting this year. Starting this fall. What's their record? Anybody know? Oh, I'm talking about. I said the city, Alex. Brighter days oh, are ahead yeah. for the there's, city. There's brighter days ahead for three franchises, I would say. Yeah. Eventually four. When's the lotto? May something. Tigers are five month. and nine. Could be the biggest day in Detroit Pistons history. That would be winning a championship. It's going to be May. In recent <laughs> history. Yeah. Two lotto fine. wins. Well, Kate and Kate Wendy. was a massive day. Kate was a massive day. But Wemby. Grant. He's now, are they going to put us on their social media Anyways. again after we celebrate for it? No, because I will be shirtless. No, because quite honest, quite honestly, I maybe when the day gets here, I was already thinking, I don't think I'm going to be as excited because they've beat me down the last like three years. Like I don't know if I can just get as no, excited. Like, Kate was if different. you just watch less. Cade was different because we knew what we were doing. The tank was on from the beginning. And then this year is different because, like, I didn't want to be in this spot. I remember seeing we were highlights tanking of Wemby. By game eight. But I remember seeing highlights of Wemby in the offseason. And they're like, oh, a lot of teams are going to be in on that. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll never get a chance at it because we're going to be good this year and make the play in. And then we were just absolutely atrocious. This seems so like hard more of an me. indictment on you and how you view this team. Yeah, it is. I want them to be good because I hold the Pistons to a high standard because that's the only franchise in this city that's ever delivered me a championship. That's a complete well, blatant Reds. lie. Just a blatant <laughs> lie. <laughs> of sports, I actually watch more than others. There you go. Okay. That's the end of the show. That's episode 117. Cheers to episode 117. My coffee's gone. Um to our mock draft. Cheers. Happy birthday, Alex. If you see him on the streets this week, wish him a happy birthday. Hug him. Don't hug him. <laughs> hug him. Mm. Get really close to him. Make him uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>